Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes, no, maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. Violin, bow, and a saw. Fuck it, dog. I thought that was Chucky in your pocket, dog. What's up, fool? Podcast. Felipe Esparza with Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. What's up, fool? Back from Zacatecas, bro. All the way from Mexico. This fool was over there drinking tequila shots with scorpions in them. He was eating... um, Fucking uña tacos. Uña. He was over there, man, li- living like a senator, wearing suits, <laughs> lying to everybody about what he's doing in America, <laughs> hanging out with politicians, <laughs> going to ferias, <laughs> going to palenques, palenque. rooster fights. Hey, over there, when you were in Mexico, man, the racetracks, they go straight, huh? Hell yeah, fool. It's a mad drag racing and shit. Oh, the, when you got to, how was um your whole travel when you got, when you, like, how was it long, with a long airline? No, long dude, plane? it was fucking cool. The plane was half full, dog. Fucking customs was easy, fool. You know what I mean? Crept in there. Fucking ate tacos the first night. Fucking delicious. What kind of fool. tacos? 
fucking cabeza, dude, al pastor right there, fool, with a little Outside. fucking slice of piña right there. Hell yeah, fool. Standing in a restaurant up. or a little... They had a little sit-down area, but we were right there by the taco bar, you know? Was it good? But, dude, let me tell you, dog. It, dude, tacos are good here and you can make them, but, dude, they're just better over there, fool. Dude, that's like a fucking taquero. That's what that fool does. He's a taquero, dog. He's not a mechanic, fool. He's not a fucking husband, none of that shit. That fool makes fucking tacos, dog. They're just fucking bleeding mad flavor, dog. I'm serious, fool. Just fucking around. Dog, you just fuck. I can't even do you. Of course you can describe it, dude, but that shit's just fucking delicious, dog. Fucking just smell it, dog. Why did you go to a vacation or what? Fuck no. I don't know fucking vacation. These fools had me working, dog. Oh, yeah? What you do? Fucking over there for three days a month on a fucking ranch and running around getting shit done from getting shit welded, bringing workers back, making sure the fucking bells of hay were counted, all this shit, dude. But it's all good. But my cousin got married on Wednesday, on Saturday, so that's why I went really, dude. That fool came over here like three years ago and shit. I'm all fucking return the favor, say hello. What do you get married to? Some little chick fool. My uh, his sister's friend, who's 27. The chick's 30, dog. Fucking the chick told him, hey, motherfucker, we don't get married. It's over. Was it a big wedding? It was fucking probably about what 250 people. A lot of fools. A lot of fools over there fucking drinking it up, fool. You know, motherfuckers taking the ashtrays and shit, the deodorants, dude. Mean little thieves, dog. How is that a big city? It's a, it's, it's, that's the biggest uh, city there. It's an old colonial city since 1500s. But Zacatecas is one of the poorest fucking uh, states in Mexico, dog. A lot of unemployment, dog. It's a lot of poor ass fools. A lot of poor ass fools. Are there sections there where you walk and they'll rip your, they'll, they'll jack your ass? They used to be in Fresnillo, which is about 45 minutes from Zacatecas, the capital. Um, five years ago, that's when the setas were running around. You couldn't fuck around, dog. If you go over there burning rubber and shit, motherfuckers pull you over in trucks, yank you the fuck out and spank you, dog. Warning number one. Warning number two, you won't be around anymore. But now Chapo's people are in there, so they're fucking kind of clearing the shit. He don't fuck with people. That's why people love Chapo, dog, because he doesn't go in there and try to extort your asshole. But um, how about the, I'm talking about there's not a bunch of kids and shit, poor runaway kids and shit, robbing fools. Uh, that's what happened. They was, get checked out. Yeah, well, that's what was going on uh, during the fucking so when the setas came in, dude. All those little kids turn into halcones. What halcones are, are little fools on bikes that are lookouts, dog. I'll tell you when the cops are coming. I'll tell you when the shit's clear. And then the fools go in there with the fucking heavy alter, alter, artillery and fuck your ass up, dog. Yeah, man. So that shit going down? A lot of shit's going down right now. Oh, like the weed game, fool. You can't really, you have to keep it on the DL, dog. You can't even really you grow. You blaze over there? I blazed once, fool, with the marrano, dog. I fucking was chilling at that bar where I was taking those shots, dude. And then I was like, looking at that fool, I seen a big fat fool walking in. He looks like Polly from Goodfellas, but young version. I was like, fuck, Omar, que pasa, cabrón. I was like, nah, that way, fucking, I haven't seen him in like five years, dude. And everybody knows him there. And that fool blazes. That's the fool that fucking told me about, back in the day, about churros. That's what he calls joints. Now, cabrón, tengo cuatro churros, way. So I'm like, hey, fool, what the fuck? ¿Qué onda, güey? Hay, hay humo, ¿qué pedo, güey? Sí, güey, de llamarle un cuate, güey. And that fool called this fool that owned a little restaurant, little ball fool, dog. It's been over here, but got kicked out. And that fool had weed. But it wasn't good-ass weed like the weed here. It just doesn't compare. The shit, but the shit doesn't have any chemicals, but it's grown in the sierras. But it's really basic, dude. It got me a head change. Stress? It's it's clean stress. It's, you know, it's not bomb-ass shit, but they're all grinding up perfectly. People always trying to make Reggie sound good. <laughs> original reggie dog right there dog so i got high a little head change but that was it but supposedly fat dude, joint or what uh no just fat bowls out of those fucking old school cork bowls full that you detach and shit Damn. so you can taste that little wood and shit Get your my ease dog but you can't be fucking around like showing people you smoke weed because if a fool rose up from a different cartel because they're about three factions there right now oh where'd you get that from oh no nah, dude i don't do nothing i don't fucking sm- no where the fuck did you get that from if you don't tell them they'll beat your ass and then after you tell them they will beat your ass just to figure out who's selling so it's kind of on the dl status dude. right now 
Because they don't want they want they don't want only their people selling it. Hell yeah, fool! That shit's fucking mad controlled right now, and it's like kind of like a struggle, dude. Because there's three cartels in there and one fading away. The one that's fading away is the big Z's. Yeah, dog. damn. It's just fucking crazy. It's different yeah. laws, dog. The little hot chicks over there. Yeah, fool, but they don't be wanting a pipe, dog. Damn, you get nothing over there either. <laughs> oh, and oh, in two countries. <laughs> I'm taking trying to take you to whorehouses. I'm gonna fuck that, dog. What happened, man? Those chicks are just, they want fucking somebody that owns two ranchos. Oh, this fucking. Are those chicks over there too? Like over here, they want ballers now? Oh, hell yeah. Will they be Reals? Dude, they don't want, they want to get married and get taken care of, dog. Who the fuck wants a bleak future, dog? I remember 20 years, man, you, you could just get a chick over there just because you speak English. Bro. Hell yeah. New shoes, fool. But those chicks over there, they speak English too now, huh? Yeah, dude. It's just, it's just changing, dude. People are on it, dog. Social media, all that shit, fool. Different world, dog. You didn't hook up not even once. Not even once, fool. Damn. We didn't have time, but nevertheless, bro, you know what I'm saying? You didn't even try to hook up one of those employees? <laughs> Hell no. Hey, daughter, today I'm going like, to give you the broom detail here. <laughs> nah, so it was tacos and shit? Oh, no, nah, dude. Fucking barbacoa, dude. Birria, dude. Quesadillas, dude. Fucking uh, duros, dude. They're called duritos, dog, which is just fucking fried uh, fucking uh, pork skin, you know, without the fat. Dude, with chili on top over there in Jerez, dog. Right there where Weezar's from? Yeah. Oh, that shit was bomb, dog. Just all types of liquor and beer and shit, dog. Any, any podcast, podcast listeners Well, I fucking tell those fools to listen on, on there and fucking uh, got some listeners there. But they say it's bigger in the bigger cities, dude, like Mexico, the, the FA, Guadalajara, and Monterrey, because they're all industrialized and everybody's trying to be more hip, more American and shit. You know what I mean? There's a lot of chuntas over there. Of course, fool, from the bottom all the way up, dog. You know, you just tell her, even though they're all Mexican, you can tell who's the lowest, huh? Hell yeah, fool. There's some mad poverty out there, dog. Any black fools? Dad, fool, there's a black fool on the fucking basketball team, fool, and there's a black fool on the soccer team. But the black fool from on the soccer team is from Jamaica, and the other fool is here from the States, fool, from Georgia, fool. What's up, fool? People, don't forget, if you're going to search for something on Amazon, search through the Amazon search window on our website. And you'll be contributing a little something toward the podcast every time you do that and end up buying something. If you go to the Felipe's World webpage and then you go to Amazon on our webpage and you go buy something, we get a little something just because you even searched on it. All right. Upcoming shows. Improv in San Jose tonight, September 4th through the 6th. Comedy Works in downtown Denver, Colorado, September 23rd to the 26th. Parlor Live in Seattle, Washington, October 8th through the 10th. Levity Live in West Nyack, New York, October 22nd to the 25th. The Return. The last time we were snowed in, right? Oh, yeah, for one night, but they fucking had bomb Chinese food over there, dog. Oh, yeah, West Nyack, man. You got some bomb-ass noodles. Blizzard. If you live near West Nyack area and want to see one of these shows, October 22nd through the 25th, okay? October 22nd through the 25th, West Nyack, New York, Levity Live. If you want to come to this show for free, just email us at fans at com and tell them you heard about free West Nyack tickets on the podcast. Free West Nyack tickets on the podcast. And also, don't be a dick, an idiot, and email us asking about other cities. 
This is only for West Nyack right now. West Nyack. New York. New York, baby. Also, a shout out to Beer Run Bobby. What's up, orderly? This is Beer Run Bobby. This is Beer Run Bobby. Beer Run Bobby from the Beer Run Bobby Oldie Show in San Jose, California. He runs an oldie show in the Bay Area, and that fool used to book me in comedy shows. He ever book your yeah, comedy shows? Yeah, Twice. He booked me in my comedy shows, and he always paid me. He paid me. May book me at this one ghetto ass comedy show at the Emerald Inn or the Emerald something. Nothing but veteranos, huh? Veteranos, bro. Like everybody from the little homie doll showed up. <laughs> Every single one from the homie doll showed up. Even the blindfold cholo with the dog. <laughs> he was outside in the back listening while his dog was sleeping. Even the cholo that graduated. And all of them were fat, man. They were fat motherfuckers. Mean ass Chicanos, huh? Fat fools with big fists. <laughs> and big ass lowriders. Yeah, anyway, bro. shout out to Biram Bobby, man. Thank you for for booking me at those comedy shows back in the days when nobody else was booking me and the San Jose Improv, which I'm headlining this week, you know, and um, I used to do the San Jose Improv. I, I used to do the San Jose Improv on Wednesdays. Then Thursday night show, go do a show in San Francisco. Friday night show, pretty much get annihilated and hang, hung out somewhere and hated on people and call yeah. up comedy clubs. And fr- fr- Saturday night, I would go do the Beer Run Bobby show at the Emerald Inn. Yeah, man. Or Evergreen, wherever it was, yeah. man. And that fool used to wear a gold suit, bro. Solid gold, dog. I saw that. Like, I was driving up, and I said, is that Beer Run Bobby? And he had, he had, like, slear hair back, you know, all oily. You know, not oily, but, um, you know, the Florida style. Uh-huh. The Florida style. And um, he was wearing a gold suit, fool. Like a gold suit. And I was like, what? Little Richard. I'm drinking <laughs> a 40-ouncer. And I said, what? If you're going to drink a 40-ouncer on the side of a liquor store, you better do it with a gold suit, bro. And that's the way he did it. Beer Run Bobby, shout out, bro. Thank you very Hell much. Yeah. Rodrigo Torres, shout out. What's yeah, up, man. Fool? Chilling, Any brother. Shout outs? Um, shout out to Cristobal Rodriguez over there out of fucking Calexico. Your shirt will be there Friday. Shout out to Petra Ibarra and Joe. Um, your guys' shirt should be there Friday. And thank you very much for listening, you guys. Please keep spreading the word. Also, man, we have here from um from Ontario, Canada. Grew up on an army base. Actor, rapper, writer, comedian, producer, director. Talk show host got a mainstream audience from his MTV show, The Tom Green Show. Hell yeah, that shit was funny as fuck, dog. You used to watch that shit? Hey, when I was in college, fool, this fool has a mean... I'll tell, uh, well, Tom, well, you used to watch it? Yeah, fool, dude. This fool had this one. He had his uh, homie with the red hair that he always used to fuck with. He left him under a bridge one time, all fucking cold. And he made a paper mache fucking uh, thing of his dad beating his mom. Hey, what's right, up, big dog? Chilling, What's dude. up, fool? You guys, we got uh, Tom Green. You guys are on, huh? Hell We're yeah. on with live. Yeah, well, wow, you got your Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, yeah, representing just for you, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm Canadian. That's why we're yeah. fun wearing it. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I I, well, a, I, yeah, that's I thank you. I did a show at the. Yeah. I did a show at uh-huh. the Underground Comedy Cafe. Uh-huh. Underground Comedy Cafe with yeah. Puff Mama in Toronto. Puff Mama. Yeah, and nice. Um, a fan made me this T-shirt. What's the name? Tom Green. David Green. Yeah, <laughs> made you that guy from Toronto. 
Yeah, it's a no, not George Uchuda didn't make this. Oh, it was his name's on the back. Holly yeah. Green. Yeah, Green as well. My name's Green. Yeah, their name was Green too. Their name is Green too. I'm from I'm from Canada. He's from Canada. Yeah, and he my made name's it. Green. His name is Green. Maybe this show him the back. That's a lot Look. of coincidences here. Oh, that's nice. Very good. Sixty nine. Number sixty nine. <laughs> yes. Is that your favorite number? That's my favorite number, All man. Right. Uh oh. So what's up, fool? Hello. We got good. Tom Green in the house. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good Canada's to, finest. Good right to here. be here. Yeah. Thanks. You came and did my uh, Webovision show the other day on my website on tomgreen.com. Did you have fun? At it my was show? hella fun, man. It's fun, right? Yeah. A lot of people watched it. Yeah. It's fun. We tweeted it. We tweeted it. We social mediated it up. And you invited oh, yeah. people who, who you invite every week at the donut shop, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll be there today. I go what's to the donut shop. The Donut Prince. The Donut Prince. Uh, every every Wednesday? Every day I'm in town doing my show, which is weekdays. Whenever I'm in Los Angeles, I meet people, whoever wants to meet me, at the Donut Prince Donut Shop in Burbank. Just follow my Twitter at Tom Green Live. And if you want to be in the studio audience of my WebOvision show, meet me at the Donut Prince. A lot of weird... Things about that sentence that I just used. Huh? Like, I mean, I don't know. Do you think anybody understands what I'm talking about right now? Well, we're just a crazy weirdo showing up like. Yeah, like, yeah. Blue. Yeah, you want to be my WebOvision show? Meet me at a donut shop? What the hell is this Canadian talking about? <laughs> Do you get a lot of weirdos who show up at the donut shop? Uh, yeah, but no, well, people actually, it's, it's people I thought maybe we would, but people are pretty awesome. Uh, I think anybody that's watching my show and then watching my Twitter and then decides that they want to go to a donut shop to come to my show, usually they're pretty creative, interesting people that decide to do that. That's the thing I've noticed is I think crazy people tend to be more, you know, like, you know, they stay at home. They don't leave the house a lot. I know yeah. this because I am a crazy person. <laughs> Keyboard warriors and shit. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah, I was so. telling Felipe, dude, I used to watch a show in college and shit, and you had uh, this one where you had a paper mache uh, statue of your dad beating your mom. You're like, hey, come outside, check it out. And yeah. your dad got all pissed and started ripping it down yeah. and shit. And having <laughs> sex. There was the one of them having yeah. sex as well. <laughs> having sex with each other. Yeah, they they, they uh, threatened to sue MTV over that bit. Your folks? Yeah, they <laughs> had only been on MTV for a few months, uh, maybe only a month or so. And uh, I'd done pranks on them for years in Canada, and I put them on public access TV. Now, all of a sudden, I was on MTV. I had a budget. We flew back. We made statues of them having sex, put them on the front lawn. The neighbors saw the statues. My parents were embarrassed and angry. They threatened to sue MTV. They left a message on the answering machine at MTV. MTV had an answering machine still in 1999. That's how fast the world changes. Wow. They said, if you guys air that bit, we're going to sue you bastards for $1 million, was my father's message to MTV, <laughs> which I'm sure scared Viacom. You know, $1 million Canadian, that's that's $700,000, right? So, um, but uh, then, so they wouldn't let us air that bit, you know, the parents having sex statues bit, they weren't going to let us air it. MTV wasn't going to let us air it because they didn't want to get sued by my parents. Mm -hmm. And then Oprah Winfrey contacted the show. This is how fast the show took off on MTV. Been living in New York for about a month, and Oprah Winfrey contacted the show and said she wanted to book my parents and I on Oprah to play the Slutmobile, which is the video where I painted pornography on my parents' car. So that was fine for Oprah. 
And so we Hell went yeah. to Chicago with my parents, and we went on Oprah, and uh, we played all the other pranks. The, the the sex statues one hadn't aired yet. No one had seen that one yet. My parents were like still mad at me. But then uh, after we went on Oprah, I got them to sign a release for him and, and, and let me air the clip because they were so proud that they got to go on Oprah. <laughs> they, were, they were so proud that they forgave me for the sex statues. That's hilarious. And Oprah dude. sent them to Tahiti for 16 days on a cruise. So that was pretty cool. That was cool. Weird times. Yeah. Weird times. <laughs> Thank you, Oprah, for the sex statues. No one would have seen the sex statues if it wasn't for Oprah. Really? No one Hell would yeah, have ever dude. seen that because my parents would have never let us let us air it. But I, I had the release form in my back pocket the entire time I was on Oprah. We went out for dinner after, and my parents, I think, were just sort of in shock that they'd just met Oprah. So I was able to trick them into signing the release form. Sneak it in and shit. Yeah, just snuck it in there. Snuck it in the menu. Yeah. <laughs> the little yeah, sweep. Dog. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Like back we're at here. Yeah. I wasn't too late, was I? No, <laughs> you were on time. I'm no I like to be on time. But then uh I just uh the I uh, had to park way down the street and and uh, and also I was late. Just straight up was late. I like to be on time. Then I say my excuse for why I was late. Which is no excuse. I had to park four blocks away. I should have planned on the fact that parking is always a factor when you're going somewhere in Los Angeles, right? Hell yeah. I hate when people say, oh, sorry, I was late. There was traffic. There's always it's fucking always traffic. traffic. It's an hour to get to There's anywhere. There's always traffic. Hell yeah, no. Got to factor that in. Yeah, you can't leave at three thirty and expect to be there at four yeah. anywhere. Yeah. So there's no. really no excuse, right, no. for me to be here no. ten minutes late. You could have said, um, I was standing in line outside with the people from The Price is Right, but they're not out there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the show was going to start right at noon. I thought we, it was the kind of thing that – are we live right now? No, we're not live. We'll oh, be, okay. This will air Friday. Yeah. Well, it'll air today. How long Hell is yeah. the show? An hour, an hour and a half. Just go until Just you go stop. Until we stop. Oh, so you, could, you knew you could start and then I'd wander in live. Yeah. Yeah, Probably yeah. more fun that way. Yeah, we were talking about him because he was in Mexico. And um, he was drinking tequila with um, live scorpions inside of them. Oh, uh, no, they weren't live. They're already, uh, you know, taken care of, you yeah. know, stiff. Yeah. But there's new Did you shit. chew on it, though? Fuck no. I just let that shit slide, dog. Yeah. You've done that before? Drink scorpions? I've had uh, mezcal with the worm at the bottom. Okay. And that's what it was. It was mezcal, but instead with scorpions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. And then they light it on fire. You blow it out and you just yeah. jam it. I like had one at the with a toenail. <laughs> <laughs> An entire toe, An entire toe, bro. Yeah, like mezcal with a worm isn't isn't hardcore enough. Well, I met Tom Green at Eric Andre's party. Yeah, you yeah. said in the desert. I yeah. seen the pictures and shit. It was, it was yeah. crazy. It was an, it was like a trailer park area in the uh -huh. middle of the desert, Hicksville. Yeah, Hicksville Trailer Park palace said the badass little tra trailers all airliners are all different like little houses and shit in this little community you guys are just yeah it partying. was cool man and then uh, we were all singing happy birthday to eric andre and he got butt naked yeah there was a <laughs> lot of nudity there and he was running around hugging people butt naked too much nudity if <laughs> too much. yeah i don't need to see that no i didn't want to see it yeah. i was trying to i was trying to slowly you know like you know like you, you start slowly like you start seeing something bad starting and you slowly want to walk away like you want to moonwalk backwards yeah. I was slowly doing that. That's when he approached me and he jumped on me and said, We made it. 
<laughs> you made it. Dog. You made it, man. Holding that fool like a koala, dog. <laughs> yeah. Have you been out to Joshua Tree before? I always wanted to go, but I've never been there. It's a nice place. I love the desert. I was just in Phoenix this weekend doing stand-up at the at the stand-up live in Phoenix. You play that club? No, I, I do the Tempe in Tempe. Club. Yeah, I, I've, I've always done Tempe, too. This is the first time I did stand-up live. It was 111 degrees in Phoenix God today. damn. Uh, damn. This 111 degrees. I uh, I went to breakfast one morning. I said I asked the guy at the hotel, uh, where's a good place to bre- get breakfast? And he said it's uh, like 10 blocks down that way, right? And so I said, oh, can I walk? He said, yeah, you can walk. So I started walking five blocks there. I was like five blocks into the walk. I burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those, those hotel people never know how far she is. Hell no, nah, yeah. dude. Yeah, but they just don't care because they're used to walking around 110 degrees. I know. They tell oh, you, oh, the mall is just right over there. Then you walk and you get to walk through a freeway. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. Seven blocks away plus a fucking overpass. Yeah, it was crazy. Then the, then I finished the weekend of shows. had a great weekend. And then uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to drive. I drove. Yeah, whenever, whenever it's less than six hours of drive, I drive. You know, usually I'm on a plane, you know, you know, it's like you're on a plane yeah. all the time, right? So that's like, okay, well, I'm going to drive. So I drove and then uh, I got there and I did my shows and then I thought, the Grand Canyon's in Arizona. I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon on the way home. <laughs> but oh, it's, it's, it's not on the way home. It was like a, th- a three-hour detour. <laughs> yeah, three-hour detour. <laughs> <laughs> three I knew it was, but I just wanted to I go. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because... Because sometimes when I'm driving to um, Sacramento, mm-hmm. I think maybe I'll go to the the redwood trees. Yeah, but that's another three hours out right. of the way. But I did it. I made you that did, decision. You, you did the Grand Canyon? I knew what I was getting into, and I did it. I just said, you know what? I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon on the way to L.A. from Phoenix. So I drove up to Flagstaff after my show Sunday night. <sighs> checked into a little hotel, <laughs> and then I got up in the morning and I drove over to the Grand Canyon another hour. And then I just went and I just sat there and looked at it for like two or three hours. And then I drove home. It was seven hours drive. So it was basically 14-hour driving and sitting day. How was the Grand Canyon? It's was it nice, the first time? It's a nice canyon. It's really big. It's grand. It is a grand canyon. That's why they called it that. It's amazing. <laughs> Have you ever been there? Never. Yeah, it's worthwhile. I mean, there was a minute where I thought I wasn't going to be able to find it. And I thought, how stupid am I? <laughs> That I can't find the biggest thing in the country. But I drove right to it, and then I was driving through these trees and stuff. I literally was, you know, I knew I was, you know, 100 meters from it. And I just thought, am I going to be the idiot that drives all the way to the Grand Canyon and can't find it? But I found it, and it was nice. Did you pass by Sedona? Uh, I did, yeah. I passed through Sedona. It's beautiful there, But huh? I drove through there at night. Oh. Because oh. <laughs> I, I, I drove through and I stopped and I stayed in Flagstaff. Flagstaff is cold in the winter. Yeah. Yeah, but it's nothing compared to Canada cold, so I can handle it. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah. I got the Canada cold. So we were originally from Ottawa? Ottawa, yeah. The capital, right, of capital Ontario? Of, yeah. Capital of Canada. Of Canada. In Ontario. But in yeah, Ontario. the capital. Yeah. Nobody knows that it's the capital. We I did. Now. I was there. Yeah, I love that. I meet yeah. Americans all the time, some of them who I've known for 15 years, and I ask them what the capital is of Canada, and these are people that know me, that know that I grew up in Ottawa, the capital of Canada, and they'll say Toronto. 
or Montreal or Montreal or Quebec. Yeah, Cad- Canada's capital is Ottawa. It's a nice city. It's about a million people. Three hundred and fifty thousand, but if you include the whole region, it's a million. So it's a small city, but it's nice. It's sort of like um, I'd say it's kind of like uh, I don't know Grand Rapids, Michigan, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. But it's got nice nice architecture and things like that. The Parliament buildings are quite nice. It's it's I like growing up in small cities because there's nothing really like there's no there's nothing to worry about. You know, like you never have to worry about. Anything bad happening? It's just a nice little city. No drive-bys. No, no crack. No, house. just a nice, crime-free, safe city. That's I think why the show that I did started out being uh, kind of weird. Like we go out in the street and do weird stuff because like, we go out in the street, we 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 mess with people on the street because you know I never really had to worry about you know getting shot or anything like that. Yeah, beat and up then, and shit. Yeah, then when we moved to America and did the show, literally the first shoot shoot we did in America. I got basically got beat up. Really? Well, almost. I ran. Look <laughs> at <laughs> the hostility here is fucking he, the next he level. He would have beat me up if he'd caught me, but he didn't catch me because <laughs> I'm a fast runner. Zoom. Yeah. Long Island. <laughs> Guy chased me with a hammer. Are you serious, yeah, dude? First day of shooting. First time I shot a, a prank video in America. Was he Italian? Uh, he was American. American, <laughs> get the fucking him. He was a Long Island guy. He was a Long Island guy. Del Pizzo's cousin. He was angry. <laughs> and it's weird because I was actually the in the seg in the bit. The whole premise of the bit was I was actually doing something nice for people, and he still wanted to beat me up. <laughs> it was called Undercutter's Pizza, where I would <laughs> I, I went to a pizza chain. And I, I sat in my car outside the pizza chain, and when the pizza delivery guy delivered the pizza, I would follow the pizza guy to the place he was making the delivery. And then I had a plain pizza in, with me, and I had a fishing tackle box full of uh, you know Extra cheese and toppings and mushrooms and tomatoes and stuff. And I would follow the pizza guy up to the door, and then he was trying to sell the pizza to the guy. I'd say, no, I'm going to give you the same pizza for cheaper. And it was called Undercutter's Pizza. I was going to undercut the competition. And it was supposed to be the pizza guy that got mad at me. Supposed to be the pizza guy that wanted to kick my ass. But for some reason, it was the guy who, it was the guy who I was delivering. The customer. The the customer wanted to kick my ass. Didn't make any sense. I was offering him a deal. (laughs) And Chovy's Yeah. Yeah. He was out there working on his car. And he started, ch- <laughs> and he started chasing me with a hammer. <laughs> and he had the hammer out. And he was coming at me with a hammer. So he would have killed me. All for a, you know, because I was giving, trying to give him a discount pizza. You're slashing prices and helping that fool yeah. out. And I was just like, these Americans are crazy. So you started, you were a rapper at one time. or still uh, a- Yeah, kind of. Kind of like <laughs> kinda. Kid MC. Kind of. <laughs> I, I, Canadian hip hop. <laughs> From the mean streets of Ottawa. <laughs> Ottawa? Yeah. Reality rap. Yeah. Well, I, I, made, I made a lot of beats. I made beats. And I, uh, I was, uh, was in high school. And so. Me too. Early. Uh, were you a rapper? <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah. Yeah, little, I wrote like two rhymes. Yeah. A little shirt. Did you like rap music? I had a music? shirt though, Kid MC. I, I fucking love Run DMC. Yeah. Me too. So I, that's when I sort of got into rap was when Run DMC, Public Enemy, 
groups like that. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. I was my favorites were Public Enemy, Beastie Sir Boys, Run DMC. Yeah, that was a little later, but yeah, Sir Mix a Lot was good. Tribe Called Quest was one Fat of my Boys. Fat Boys. Fat Boys are back. Yep. Yep. They were one of the that was my first vinyl record. Fat Boys Crushing. I like Dougie Fresh. Yeah. Yeah, those were those were the ones. Those were the days. But uh so yeah, I started making beats. I was I was always into like computers and stuff. So I got a computer and I started making beats and uh, I had a sampler and an Akai S950 sampler and a uh, Atari computer hooked up to a Roland keyboard and a Yamaha drum machine. Damn. And I would record Damn. it all. All in, uh, Ferris Bueller style. Yeah. Mad innovator yeah. over here. Did, dude. Fa- did Ferris Bueller make beats? No. no. He, he made that little cough, cough, that cough beat oh, when, yeah. he was, when he was sick, remember? Yeah. Well, cough, cough. Oh, yeah. Do, yeah. do the yes. recording that he was You're all right. sick and shit. You're right. Oh, yeah. He did do that. Yes, I remember that. Love Ferris Bueller, yeah. So those were the days, and we did the we did the rapping, but uh, never really went anywhere. We did we did get it. We did an album. We did a video. It's on YouTube. The, yeah. the band was called Organized Rhyme. <laughs> yeah. If you look it up, I don't know if you have that technology. You could play it. We have it on YouTube. We're looking yeah, it up. It's we'll on YouTube. It. Everybody listening, look up Organized Rhyme on YouTube. Organized Rhyme. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah, is YouTube. What was your MC name? MC Bones, rocking the microphone. Bones, yeah. Bones, rocking the microphone. I'm like a king on a throne. Only thing is, I stand alone. <laughs> rhymes Word. Like, rhymes like that. It was pretty fucking rough. But uh, we were ill, dope MCs. Um, but yeah, we uh, we got together again. Uh, the group got back together at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in oh, Montreal yeah? three years ago, and we performed there. That was pretty fun. Guys, tear it up. Got the old band. Yeah. Threw down some serious. You can swear on here. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It's a podcast, right? Yeah. You swear on podcast. So you have an alter ego that's more foul mouth, empty face. Uh, well, that was that was an alter ego character. That was a uh, like it, that was another rapper. That wasn't me. Empty face was another rapper, but I made the beats. Empty oh. face was someone else. That was Empty face. Never going down in disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a we had beef yeah mc face and i had beef with each other it was like a it was like, like an east it was, it was like a biggie tupac east coast west coast rivalry except this was just an east end west end of ottawa rivalry <laughs> <laughs> he was an east end guy no i don't know i guess i was from these i don't know what i'm talking about but it was fun yeah <laughs> i made a lot of, i made a lot of goofy music over the years i like making music i might make some more music this year I, uh, I I did this song called the Bum Bum Song on MTV, and it went to number one on Total Request Live when I was on MTV. It knocked, knocked Britney Spears off the countdown, and I, I I hear she was really upset about that. Really? Yeah. No, I don't think she even heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just slipped it in, though. Yeah, it was cool, though. It was cool. That's tough. How about you guys? How do you two know each other? Me and this fool? Yeah. I was doing a... Uh... A stand-up comedy show in Montebello, California. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, California, okay. Not Montebello, Quebec. No, uh, Montebello, no. California. Yeah. The 60 right there. Yeah. It was a biker bar. <clears throat> well, they considered it a biker bar, but it wasn't really a biker bar, but a lot of bikers showed up. Yeah. And a lot of thugs, a lot of cholos, and a lot of women, because it was comedy, and then as soon as comedy ended at 10, it was dancing. Ah. Uh-huh. But you're freak on. So nice. it was a lot of freaking on. Yeah. Man. Yeah, a lot of people dancing, grooving. 
Yeah. Listening to Tupac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was bumping back then, dog. It was bumpy, man. That song, um, California Love. Cause I'm a hoe. You know, I'm a hoe. I rock two different hoes after every show. Cause I'm a hoe. You know, I'm a hoe. <laughs> Ooh, the hoochie days right Yeah, there, man. Huh? And nice. I'll be in the back just dancing by the bar. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> seeing girls dance, you know. <laughs> then as soon as the guy they're dancing will go to the bathroom, I go sneak in <laughs> dancing like, like little crucito from Blood In, Blood Out. Uh, what was, is, was that? So that sounds like a good, a good gig then. We had it for like 10 years with Montebello. no budget. Wednesday and Saturday nights. Wednesday and Saturday nights. Nice. It was a killer spot. The line was always wrapped around the building. We charged like five bucks to get in. Back then, dog. Nice. Wait, where's Montebello, California? How far is that from? 40 minutes from here, right? From 30, here. 30 minutes. Ah. It's like 25 minutes east of Brea Improv. Oh, okay. Right? Cool. Yeah, 15 no. minutes. Right east. around here. Okay, good. Yeah, the Brea oh. Improv. Yeah, yeah, I've been there like that. So you started it off when you were 15 years old doing stand-up comedy at Yuck Yucks? Yeah, Yuck Yucks, yeah. You yeah. know the owner? Yeah, Mark he's Breslin. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, I know Mark. I know uh, – I was in Ottawa, so I was at the Ottawa Yuck Yucks. Howie's the, the manager there and owner there. So, so yeah, I, I, I had a great time uh, doing that. When I was a kid, I started doing it. I did it for like you know three or four years. Then I quit. Quit doing stand-up. Why? Because mm-hmm. uh, the rap group took off. <laughs> Had to focus on the rapping. MC Bones, fool. <laughs> we got uh, we got like a record deal, and I went off and I did this record, and and I was gonna focus on rapping. I was gonna be a rapper. Took it real serious. Then that didn't work out, so I went back to school and I took television broadcasting, and then I started my show on public access. Started the Tom Green Show on public access TV in Canada. Didn't do stand-up for a long time, like like 10 years or so. And then I uh, did the show, but I did the show you know, constantly for 10 years. That's all I, all I, all I did was worried about the show. You I got real stressed out college? about it. Hmm? You, you started hosting your show in college? Yeah, you know, I was in college. I was in, I was in college and some friends from college and I went down to the TV station and we volunteered and we did this show. We put it on Thursday nights. And it's basically like the show that I'm doing now. The show that you did last week, yeah, it's like that. It was the same thing. It was like you know we made the show up ourselves. There was no network. Sometimes I wonder if that's something wrong with me. I mean, I've been doing this for thirty years, and I'm doing the exact same thing that I was doing when I was a kid, living in my parents' basement. Now, so that's sure not good, right? It's good. Well, you're like a pioneer with that shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude. No, I like it. I like it. I- <laughs> I, I like I, 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 your whole show is interactive, though, right? Because they could call in. I love it. I love doing what I'm doing now because it's like what I was doing 20 years ago. Meaning, I don't have a boss. It's like a podcast, but it's a television show. You know, like you know, you don't have a boss when you do a podcast, no. right? You don't have everybody telling you what to say here. No. But most radio shows, right? You got someone telling you what to say. Oh, you can only talk for five minutes, then you got to play this song or that song. You don't have anyone telling you what to do. That's what I love about what I'm doing now. It's there's no network. You can't get canceled. Can't get fired. Right? I always wanted to have a job where I couldn't get fired. Hell yeah! <laughs> that's why I do the podcast. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to be a comedian. That's why I wanted to do do my own thing. And then as soon as I ended up on MTV, you know, you have a boss. And then after that, doing doing everything, you know, in the mainstream broadcasting industry, you have a boss who can fire you. And it's sort of not 
really what it's supposed to be, right? The, the whole point show. is supposed to be that we're supposed to be fucking around, do whatever we want, do crazy shit, and people enjoy it. But then all of a sudden you have a boss who's telling, no, don't do your crazy stuff that way. Do crazy stuff this way. And then it sort of negates the whole point. So that's why I like doing what I'm doing now. It's fun. Did you have to submit um, all your sketches beforehand on MTV or they let you wing it? Well, see, the thing is that the reason why my show was so weird is because we'd already shot it all in Canada. Oh. Most of it on public access. And so we didn't have to run it past anybody on public access. We just did it and put it on TV. And then when MTV picked up the show, we just re-aired all that stuff. Uh, but then, then when we ran out of stuff, then we had to start shooting new stuff. And that's when we had to like write it down first and then ask somebody if it was okay. And then they would say no. And then we'd have to ask if it was okay. Oh, can we do it this way, please? Can we do this, please? And okay. And then there'd be a big argument. And then, uh, and then eventually we'd get it on the air. But it was really a very immediate stark difference between what it was like before when we were doing the show in Canada. That's why the, the Canadian clips that we shot in Canada were a lot weirder than the stuff that once we got on MTV, we had to sort of run everything past somebody. And then all the fun stuff gets kind of stripped out of it. Yeah, for permits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone had to sign a release form. How do you do that? You know, how do you get a guy who's chasing you with a hammer to stop <laughs> chasing you with a hammer to sign a release form? Give him a bag of nails, you know? Yeah. yeah. We did get him to sign, though. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude. We'd send girls from the from the staff back. Attractive women would go back with, with release forms. Yeah, after the chase, they'd go back after the, the hammer next day. chase. The attractive lady would go back the next day from MTV, sometimes with money, offer him 50 bucks. <laughs> You know, it's like if you're working on your car in Long Island and, a, you know, you chase a guy with a hammer who's trying to give you a free pizza and then you cool down and, and the next day an attractive lady shows up and wants to give you 50 bucks, you sign the release at that point. Well, normally I wouldn't, but I like your blouse. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's That's pretty crazy. much what we had to do. Uh, it, was, it, was always a, it was always became a conflict because it was, if, if, if we get too... If people get too angry, then they won't sign the release form. But it was funny when they got angry. So yeah. you'd have to get them just angry enough that they would still be convinced to sign a release form. When you when you did your when when you started um, booking movies, did you, did they just let you be Tom Green, or did you have to come up with these characters? Because you're pretty much a scene stealer in every movie, especially Charlie's Angels. Yeah, yeah, and I'm um, the other one. When you were checking everybody around the college, I like road trip. I yeah, that movie too. Yeah, those were movies that I got cast in that I got asked to be in, and so because you're Tom. Yeah, they just asked, they just asked me to be in those, but the one that I made myself was Freddie Got Fingered. Freddie Fingered, yeah. So that one's like the the really weird one, which is sort of a big following now. Yeah. When it came out, though, it didn't have a a big following. When it came out, the critics said that it was the worst movie ever made. <laughs> And then, boom, man, everybody had that on a DVD. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was sort of a uh, – it's the kind of thing that you get upset about, you know, when you work your whole life trying to do a TV show and then you get to make your first movie and you make the movie and they say it's the worst movie ever made. You get upset when that happens. But then, you know, 15 years later and, and a lot of people think it's their favorite movie. So it's, it's, it, it's, all, it's all fine now. 
people people know all the lines of that movie. It was fun. But you know, uh, I like I like doing films. I'm shooting a film this year in uh, in uh, Belgium, and actually in November, going to Belgium for a, a month, and I'm going to film a movie over there called Iron Sky. It's the sequel to uh, to Iron Sky. <laughs> it's called Iron Sky Two, um, and uh, and uh, that's going to be cool. So I like I like doing films, but I like I like doing this broadcasting more and stand up. I like that more than films. You sure a lot now, huh? Doing stand up, always. Yeah, you were Cedar uh, Rapids two weeks ago. Constantly, yeah, constantly touring. I love it, and uh, yeah, go to my website and get my tour dates and come see me on the road. I, I'm, I've uh, uh, shows in Houston coming up, Improv? Austin, Houston Improv, yep, Houston Improv, uh, and then Austin at the Cap City Comedy Club and uh, San Antonio at the River City uh, River Center Comedy River Club. Center. I'll- yeah, I haven't played there yet, so that's going to be fun. You love that it's inside the mall. Yeah, is it on the river? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. You could take actually. Um, you could um, if you plan it out right. You could. Um, have one of those little boats meet you outside your hotel. Nice. Trying to pick you up and then ride you all the way to the mall. Wow. And then you go to the River Center Comedy Club. Wow, so you can take a boat to your show. Yes. Nice. But you're going to like this part. Yeah. When you're at San Antonio, uh-huh. walk around and look at all the tourists by the Alamo and start asking, where's Pee Wee Herman's bike? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to San Antonio before. I just haven't performed there. I've been to the Alamo. Me, I always pass by when I'm, I'm with the Alamo yeah. and they're, they're doing a tour and all these yeah. Americans from the Midwest. Yeah. And I would say, get to the part where we kick their ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll be cool. That'll be, that'll be some good periscoping. I'll be a beautiful, good periscoping. You do some periscoping, right? Yeah, that's what I do. You like time. periscoping? Yeah. It's fun. I do a lot of periscoping. I actually think that's the reason why I drove to the Grand Canyon. Just because I wanted to show my periscope followers something. So it's nice. Periscope gets you out of the house. <laughs> And you, you can watch, you can periscope anything. Yeah, hell yeah, dude! I saw this one time. This model, she was periscoping um, herself putting a kitchen cabinet together. The and longest then, periscope in the world. And everybody yeah. was tight writing in, "Show your tits." Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want to see handiwork. <laughs> you want to see titties? Yeah. People start hating. By the way, they, you, you put a woman next to you. Somebody, hey, bro, put her blouse down. All those creeps, dog. A lot of weird people on the internet. A lot of weird people. Anonymous. Hiding faces. Hell yeah, a lot of eggs. They can say things that they would never have the ability to say in real life because they're anonymous. Anonymous, yeah. They'll never say those things because they'll know there'll be a guy chasing them with a hammer. Yeah. (laughs) People forget, though, that all that information is totally tracked and, you know. You, you you can you can say some horrible thing on the internet and forget that you know literally that's searchable for the rest of your life. And yeah. at some point, Google will probably just get hacked, and every single bad thing that you've ever said about anybody will be immediately searchable to anybody. You know, so if you're a person out there that says negative things or you know racist things or sexist things or illegal things, yeah. and you're saying that all the time. There's probably going to be a day, you know, like this Ashley Madison thing just got hacked and everybody now their names are searchable. There's probably going to be a day in the not-so-distant future where everything you ever have written ever online is is traceable to everybody. So you can sit down, 
write in someone's name, and everything they've ever said comes up. All their hashtags they've posted up. Every everything. text message you've ever written, every photo you've ever sent to anybody, everything, every video you've ever shot, every tweet, every Facebook comment, everything that you thought was anonymous will be immediately searchable. So you go apply for a job. And then they type your name in and they read, oh, look what you said about this person. Look what you said. Look what you said. So haters out there on the internet better learn to, you know, be nice because <laughs> that's going to be traceable back to you. I don't write anything ever on any electronic thing that I would not want public. Yeah. Because, I mean, even just private things, personal conversation, anything. Not even talking about things that I. You know, I mean, I, I, I mean, just anything. You know, anything. You know, talking to your, your girlfriend. You gotta be careful. Like you're on the road, it gets lonely on the road. Sometimes <laughs> you start thinking, oh, maybe I could have a nice romantic evening on Skype. Yeah. Just be careful, because that stuff. lurking. <laughs> every single video that you ever shoot is saved and stored somewhere in Everything. a big lot yeah. google they're building huge databases out in utah or something well like that. the government's doing that's about seven fi- football Everything. fields long yeah and it's just fucking stacking mad information all that shit oh yeah so if you're, you wrong, if you're on the road and you go oh i think i'm gonna have a little sexy time on facetime a little sexy time with my lady that's all saved forever i like a hacker to one day just hack in and do something really good for everybody yeah, like hack in, hack into um, Twitter, and guess what? He deleted everybody's messages permanently. Yeah, or just delete Twitter. Or delete Twitter, or show up somewhere and fix everybody's credit account. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, today. Oh man, this guy, this hacker came in and oh yeah, cleared up my credit. Yeah. I could buy a house now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just do something good for a do change. Do good, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Oh, man, guess what? Today this hacker just gave me a million likes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's hating on me now. Yeah. The Not Robin the Hood hacker. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, this guy awesome. just took down my I am not Felipe Esparza account finally. <laughs> Don't you hate those? Is there an account that, uh, that? No, but there's one for everybody. Those are coming down, too. Well, that's the whole Twitter's thing. Twitter's coming down now and taking down the fake account. Like, if you have somebody that says Tom Green, but he's not Tom Green, yeah. and he's putting on hate every day, yeah. and has a million followers, yeah. that person is not going to be deleted. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. All that unofficial shit, all that vile shit, yeah. dude, you're going to get busted for it, dog. You can't fuck around anymore, dog. Huh. Oh, that's good. That's what I, I have a guy, I, there's a Tom Green on Twitter, but his real name is Tom Green. And, and my, my Twitter is Tom Green Live. Right now, Dennis Miller's ex-wife, she's tweeting, somebody is tweeting under her name, and it looks, it has all the photos of her with, back in the day, Dennis Miller. Really? She's talking a lot of smack. Wow. It might be her, but it might not be her. She wrote down to Dennis Miller, oh, oh, man, it's funny how you stop being funny, you know, with that small penis of yours. And then um, Hmm. Cristela Alonso wrote something about, I'm going to write a new pilot, and wrote a new show, and then she wrote to her, "Why don't you get funnier first? <laughs> Are you serious? And she got blocked, of course, just like, just like me. <laughs> wow. Don't bash me. Yeah, Dennis Miller's wife, or somebody that's not his wife, is writing hate every day. Uh, like mad fucking Mad hate. hate. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound like very much fun at all. 
Fucking Twitterverse, yeah. you know? Yeah, that does not sound like very much fun. So you you have a girlfriend or an ex-girlfriend? You told me that um, you guys watched my comedy special with her family. Or you that was my ex-girlfriend. That was my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Torture. I don't, I don't blame you for the breakup of the relationship. <laughs> but, uh, but my ex-girlfriend was uh, – her, her mother was Mexican. <laughs> yeah, and her family's her whole mother's side of the family is Mexican. So we were uh, we were over at their house, and they they were watching your comedy special, and it was awesome. And we all watched it together, and it was really great because <laughs> it, you know, I was here with this this Mexican family watching your special, and your special was, 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 was so much fun. And uh, awesome, yeah, it was a good dude. time. It was a good time. So uh, yeah, we only went out for like maybe six months or something like that. That girl and I. So so it didn't uh, didn't work out. She was a nice person. Though. You got to see my special though. Yeah, it was great. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking I would have seen it anyways, but that's that's just when I happened to see it. Uh, I'm just thinking her dad looking at you go, hey, you want to see some comedy? Check yeah. this guy out, eh? Yeah, yeah. That's some comedy coming up. Pinchy Water, that's comedy. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> that, was, that was cool. Um, it was that or Blood In, Blood Out or American Me? Yeah. <laughs> or the Selena movie? Yeah, yeah. Those are the three biggest ghetto movies that Latinos watch sometimes undercover. Yeah. Blood In, Blood Out, Amer- not really American Me, but Selena. Yeah. And um, Grandma's Boy. <laughs> and pretty got fingered. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun though. We went to a, it was a family reunion. We had, went up to with her family up in uh, up in Fresno, actually. So we were up there, a nice barbecue, watched your comedy special. That's it was awesome. A good time. Yeah. <laughs> Drank some tequila. Hell yeah. With a worm. Uh, there's no, I know, just, just, just the tequila, not the, not the mezcal. Do they put tequila in the worm, uh, worm or the tequila? No, it's more mezcal? the mezcal because, yeah. uh, mezcal is basically tequila, but since it doesn't come from tequila, Jalisco, it can't be called tequila. Yeah. So. I want to, I want to learn to habla espanol. Uno, dos, tres. Uno, dos, tres. Cuatro, <laughs> cinco, cinco, seis. I can speak, a, I can speak a bit because I speak French, so. Oh, yeah. How's your French? Como talabu? Je parle français petit peu. That's the Canadian French right So it's very similar to Espanol. Pretty, pretty similar. Como estás tú? That's how are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I took German in high school. Eins, zwei, drei, sechs, sieben, acht, neun, zehn. Nice. Expression in Deutsch, nicht so good. Yeah. This fool right here, dog. <laughs> Was there a reason that you wanted to learn to speak German? No, man, there was no other elective class I could take. Yeah. <laughs> I took Spanish, dog. <laughs> French was done. Yeah. All the French, all the girls took French and two, two douchebags. They want to pick up on chicks, took French. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I was, my German class was all dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, three girls. And man, the, the German teacher, man, he was, he was um, Irish, but he spoke German. And we used to every day. I ain't gonna lie, man. I cheated through the whole semester, bro. I got an A in that yeah, class. Yeah, you should have taken French. It would have been a lot easier for you because it's almost Spanish. It's almost the same. I learned Beatles songs. Oh, do, Mr. Sean, come give me dine me Come give me dine Come give me dine Wow. Dude, shining like a schnitzel. There you dude. go, bro. Yeah. Shining I'm ready, bro, to dog. go to the Black Forest, bitch. You ever, you ever go to Germany? Never. Nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> nine. 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 <laughs> ich gehe nine. Yeah. That's cool, dog. You remember all that shit? High school yeah, fool? 
and I and I got an A and all the tests because I cheated. Yeah. And in the the finals, some guy stole it. We made a bunch of copies. We studied it at home, and me I didn't study it when he fucking passed on the little switch. <laughs> like a president got his briefs real quick. <laughs> when he gave me the final, t- the final. When he was in looking, because I I used to bribe him, right? So I used to work at Dodger Stadium. I used to work at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. I used to sell souvenirs. I used to walk down the stadiums selling Dodger helmets. So, and I used to have a bat. I used to set it up, bro. <laughs> I used to have these brown Dodger bats. Uh-huh. And I used to well, I used to put teddy bears on them, you know, and wrap them. And I used to sell pennants. And I used to walk around going, Dodger pennants, souvenirs. So I used to have a lot of Dodger pins, and I used to give them to my German teacher all the time. You know, here's the little something for you. I know you're a Dodger fan. Yeah. Slip so it in. You get to see all the games. All the games. Hell yeah. Were you a baseball fan? Is that why you wanted to work there? No, I just needed a job that paid cash. Yeah. So I used to make like <laughs> 60 bucks a day, man. Yeah. Cash in high school. Back yeah. then, that was some fat money, dog. I wore some ponies back then. <laughs> yeah. ponies, dog? <laughs> I wanted those, you know, I wanted those high top Reeboks, those blue ones. Hell yeah. And I got them, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those days when you get those dreams. So you... <laughs> I remember I had dreams of things I wanted to get. Oh, my God, dude. Me, it was always a skateboard or something. You were into skating? I was into Tony Scott? Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to have, like, a new skateboard. And I'd spend the entire summer mowing. You were part of that Bones Brigade? Yeah, that was my era. That was your shit? Yeah, yeah. Tony Hawk. I got my skateboard hat. This is Canadian. My hat's Canadian skateboard company. Skull Skates. Oh, Skull that yours, skates? Dude? All right. Yeah. That was actually Hell the yeah, thing. Huh? Like when I grew up, when I grew up, I was like Tony Hawk was my favorite uh, human being in the world. Uh, you know, I was huge. So you, you my... can skateboard. Good. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. You Ollie and all that. Yeah. Like Rodrigo. Grinding yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. But I mean, I'm not like. These pros, you know, that you see on the internet doing all their loop-de-loops. Not like Paul Rodriguez Jr.? No. Like no. It. Paul Rodriguez is cool, though. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty amazing, though, that he is, that is, that he, uh, his father is an incredible comedian, and he's this incredible skateboarder. That's What's awesome. The, what are the odds on that? Huh? A lot of talent in that family. A lot. Of, Hell yeah. How'd dude. that happen? Why didn't he just... You'd think he would have become a great comedian, no? But he just happened yeah. to become the best skateboarder in the world. How's that happen? I don't know. Tell him, give some Paul Rodriguez, bro. How did that Who happen? Who knows how that happened? That cabron knows how to fucking grind. <laughs> <laughs> that feels the baddest fucking street skater, dude. That yep. feels bad as fuck. I got his shoes and shit. Yeah, I've... It's I've, tight. Yeah, I see uh, Paul Rodriguez Sr. at the car wash all the time. Hold on, the pinch of Tom Green. Yeah, whenever I go get my car wash. He came and did the, my Web on your show, right? Hell He's yeah, done my Web Vision show, as well as, as, as his son also did uh, the Web Vision show. That's Sweet, what's dude. up. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. That shit's tight. Yeah, so that's cool. But uh, yeah, the skateboarding. And then, you know, when, when, I, when my show went on MTV, I, we'd been on the air for about two weeks and we got an email from Tony Hawk and he wanted to be on the show. So then I got to meet my hero within two weeks of doing the show. That's tight. All my heroes I got to meet. How was that shit, dude? Were you nervous? Yeah, I was really nervous. He met me at my hotel and then we skateboarded through New York to, the, to MTV. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's what's up. Now, now we're buddies. I did. He, 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 he like. I mean, he's 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 a friend of mine. That's like I don't he, see him all the time because he's always traveling. And but but I, I I've gotten to know him very well over the years. He's a very nice nice guy. He's uh we did a we put a skateboard out. I put my own skateboard out with uh, his company Birdhouse a few years ago. So I basically got to be like a professional skateboarder for a minute, even though I didn't really deserve to be. I still got to be. 
slipped it in. Dog. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So there is a Tom Green skateboard out there somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if it's available anymore, but for a few years we did that. It was fun. And then I went on tour with Tony and then the skaters. We toured around the country skating. I would basically, you know, I wasn't very good, though. I mean, when you're, when you're, when you're skating with those guys, you're not good anymore. That's tight, man. I was like, I'm like a really good skateboarder if I'm skateboarding with people who don't skateboard. <laughs> but if I go out with the best professional skateboarders in the world, I'm, I'm like a shitty skateboarder. Yeah, so. More like a cruiser. Yeah, yeah, man. My hero, I remember when I was a kid, I like, I like Tony Hawk, but before that, I wanted to meet Mary Lou Retton. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, I just, dog? I don't know why, man. I just want to give her a little high five. Yeah. After she did a little trick. Yeah. And then feel like the powder on her hand and go. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's. Uh, I would have been like, what? She was bad as fuck, too, dog. I was like, yeah. what? That's why I don't like hanging around with talented people. <laughs> you know, like when I started hanging around with all these professional skateboarders, all of a sudden I didn't feel like a very good skateboarder. I like hanging around with talentless people. <laughs> Hell yeah. And like people that aren't very smart. It just makes me feel so much better about myself. I can count. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's great. This So, you know, that's why it's not really very fun when you hang out with me and my and my friends. I'm the yeah. smartest one. I'm the most talented. <laughs> so that gives you an indication of the kind of people that I hang around. Lord Green. It's, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. But, um... No, that's not true. <laughs> what I just said is not true. I'm not lying because I've got this thing where I don't consider it a lie if I acknowledge that it was a lie within one minute of the lie. It's it's a joke. Then a lot of a lot of jokes are just lies. Right? Yeah, like you know, I, I what I just said. All my friends are talentless. I like being around talentless people. Because it makes me feel smart. That's just a joke. <laughs> but it's also just a lie. <laughs> yeah, but if you let... Sometimes you tell those lies for a joke. And then everyone believes it. And then you don't want to say that it's a lie because you feel so good that everyone believes it. Like I did one once to my mother. I was out for lunch with my mother and for some reason, I wanted to tell her that I was a CIA agent <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. I was just, we were eating lunch, and I just, it just popped into my head that I wanted to tell her this. I think I just wanted her to think that my life was more interesting than it had actually become. You know, I'm always on airplanes and traveling around doing stand-up. And I went to Afghanistan to do stand-up for the U.S. military. I did a USO tour. So I've been over in Afghanistan. And I'm back from Afghanistan. I'm eating lunch with my mother. And I just, for whatever reason, said, Mom, I, um, I have to tell you something. And I need you to promise me that you're not going to tell Dad. And then you're not going to tell anybody. And she said, oh, okay, well, sure, of course. What, what is it? So, well, this is very, very important. You can promise me. You really won't tell anybody because, um, you know, it could really hurt me and affect my life in a very bad way. But I have to tell somebody because I haven't been able to tell anybody. 
He says, oh, okay, well, what is it? It sounds, it sounds serious. I said, well, you know, I'm traveling all the time. And, you know, I just was in Afghanistan and I went to Iraq. And I know I told you I was over there doing comedy, but actually I'm, uh, I'm in the CIA. And uh, the comedy is a cover. And my mother's very, very gullible because she doesn't want to believe that I would ever lie to her. So everything I tell her is always believed. And she looked at me in silence. And then I said, but there's more um, that you need to know. Uh, and I have to talk to you, someone about it. And the only person I can talk to about it is you. And you're the only person that I can trust. But um, I've, I've killed people. I've had to kill people. And she looked at me and she said, uh, how many people have you killed? And I said, uh, I've killed six people. And then I started laughing because I couldn't believe she believed me. <laughs> and that she still believed me even after I was laughing for some reason. That's how much she wants to believe that her son wouldn't lie to her. And then I told her I was lying. <laughs> and then she said, why would you do that? And I said, well, it was just a joke. Just a joke. But really, there was nothing clever about it. It was just a straight-up lie. Straight fucking with her? <laughs> straight fucking with her. But I think sometimes, like, in those moments where you're lying, you also kind of get to be a CIA agent for a minute. You know, if, like, for a minute before I cracked up, I actually was a CIA agent. Yeah. I actually had killed people. And, my, and uh, it was it was exciting for me. Like my brother Angel is a liar, mm -hmm. and he, he had all my nephews convinced that him and Tony Hawk hung out. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> tell me about that one time we're chilling. He dog. hung that like him and Tony. Cause me and my brother used to skateboard with um, that um, graffiti artist Chaka. Uh-huh. The famous one that rode all over the walls. I don't know if you heard of him. Chaka. Yeah, Chaka Khan, yeah. Yeah, Chaka with a, with a, with a tagger. He was a tagger. Oh, okay, not Chaka Khan. He wrote, he wrote Chaka all over the world. Yeah. Like C-H-A-K-A and Nirvana put Chaka. Did he write it in chalk? No, just spray paint. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. And chalk. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so my brother knew that guy. And um, so <clears throat> I don't know where. My, my brother used to always steal skateboards from kids. Like, if you left your skateboard outside to go get a Slurpee, my brother just run by and take it. Yeah. So he was that guy. And um, he had told, my, I guess, my nephews and my son that he knew Tony Hawk. Grew and, up with uh, him, right? Grew up with him, right? Lying motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my son, we're all hanging out, you know, having in, dinner. in San Diego. We're having dinner after a comedy show. And then my son just blurts out, my, my, my dad knows Tony Hawk. And I looked and I said, I do. <laughs> I started laughing Everybody all crazy. Started laughing. And then, and then and Philip started kind of crying and shit. He's like, no, 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 no. Angel told him. <laughs> that fool's a liar, dog. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Well, brother will tell lies, but he won't tell people that he will never tell them that it's not a lie until later on. Yeah. I think I might start lying more today. <laughs> yeah. Just after this conversation. Why don't we? Yeah. Lie just more. Probably be a good way to get ahead. <laughs> in this business just lie your way through it i mean i know there's obviously ethical and moral reasons not to but i've lived the last 44 years not really considering myself to be a liar i think i might try the other way 
I'm going to think of some good lies for this afternoon. Something, something completely unverifiable. You know, like I ran into Steven Spielberg at Starbucks. I'm going to tell my manager that today. I have a manager. That's how Hollywood things have gotten, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what are we, baseball players? Why do I have a manager? What do I need a ma- what needs to be managed? But regardless, I do. And I'm going to tell him that I ran into Steven Spielberg at the Starbucks and he wants me to come in for a meeting. And I'm going to stretch it out for a week. And he's going to get all excited. He's going to think that we're going to get some movie deal and make money. And then I'm going to say, "No, I'm just lying." <laughs> just a lie. No reason whatsoever. That'll be comedy though. Yeah. <laughs> just believable. But unnecessary lies. That'd be a good one. I'm going to tell you, yeah, bro, I ran into um, Kevin Hart. Yeah. He was walking out of um, out of uh, the veggie grill with a script. Yeah. And he, he, he had a pen. Yeah. And he saw he saw me in my eyes. He goes, Felipe, you're the guy I need. Yeah. Yeah. The script but, won't work without you. But I had to take a shit, and I had to go to the restroom, so I didn't really get to talk to him. So I've been trying to get a hold of him on Instagram right now. <laughs> and then people will believe that because they know that I'm that lame. <laughs> to not get so. his phone number right there and make the deal happen. I wonder how long <laughs> it would take to lose all of your friends and relations with all of the people you know. Like, if you just started lying Oh, I could do that easy. <laughs> But everything. How about all the fools that we know that lie anyways, dog? We have fools that <laughs> lie. Dude, tell them about J-Rock's life. Oh, my God, dude. We know this guy. He said, out of nowhere, Tom, I own an Honest Wagner baseball card. Yeah. There's like three in the world, and this fucking dusty motherfucker has this one of them. This guy missing yeah. the party tooth. Over <laughs> yeah. A guy sitting next to us. Who didn't put in no money into this marijuana joint. Uh-huh. <laughs> who needs a ride home after this session. Yeah. It looks like a tow truck driver. We're all comedians, but he owns the Honest Wagner baseball card. Yeah. You guys got a marijuana joint that you're uh, working yeah. on? Or yeah. is that a lie? No, no. We got to, I got some weed, dog, if you want to puff after. <laughs> Got some green for Tom Green. Yeah. Well, you know. And then we'll talk his, about it off off mic. Yeah. His, uh, we, we, <laughs> we had other co- comics hung out with us. Say they played with, they played football with Peyton Manning. Yeah. Oh no, fool! They'll fly. Talking to who's that? Brett Favre, fool. Brett Favre. Uh, dog. I played. Uh, I played football with Brett Favre in college, dog. Uh, I was playing for Tulane, dog. Yeah, yeah dog. Yeah, <laughs> your line ass up, dog. I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I ran into Peyton Manning today too. That's believable. That's believable. <laughs> yeah, he's from Ottawa, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm really gonna do this actually, and then I'm gonna document it and, you know, and on my web show or something. We should do the biggest lie yeah. on April Fools. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Leading bro. up to it, mm. little lies to the biggest lie ever. Yes, I wonder if we could coordinate our lies so that they worked <laughs> to our advantage. Hell yeah. Our dude. mutual advantage. There'll be enough hype. Yeah. Hype starts with a lie, right? Hell yeah, fool. Yeah. That's all hype is mostly, yeah. right? Right. See, maybe that's my problem. We have the, the script already written. Yeah. That could be my problem in in show business. I don't lie enough. <laughs> no. I'm too honest. Just a little bit. <laughs> 
I'm an honest Canadian. I need to start lying more. You're going to be lying like the Hamptons. Yeah. <laughs> be good. It'd be a good career move. Yeah, I'm going to start doing that today. Fuck it. I'll uh, I'll like I'll I'll text you. And I'll let you know what happens. <clears throat> okay. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Start a band, the Liars. Yeah. I'm going to say that I ran into Steven Spielberg. I'm going to tell my manager who manages me. I'm periscoping. I'm going to tell him I ran to Steven Spielberg, and he wants me to come in for a meeting about a movie that he's doing. And then I'm going to have my manager call over to Steven Spielberg's office to arrange the time for the meeting. And then they're going to tell him, Steven Spielberg didn't run into fucking Tom at a fucking Starbucks. And then he's going to call me and he's going to say, they said that he didn't run into you. And then I'm going to deny it. And I'm going to say they must have not got the message. I'm going to have him call back. And tell him that's Hollywood for you. Until he accuses me of being a liar. <laughs> and then I'm going to deny it. I'm going to say, no, this happened. You're fucking lying. No, I'm not lying. Yeah. What are you talking about? I will eat. never admit that I lied about it. And then each day I'm going to come up with an – that says what? It's going to be a lie a day for a year. One lie, one unnecessary lie per day for a year. And in a year from now, let's see if my life is better or worse. <laughs> Bet you it would be better. Yeah, more friends. Yeah. <laughs> probably more friends, probably be living in you know Greece or something like that. <laughs> On a fucking yacht or something. <laughs> One lie a day. It led me here. <laughs> this honesty shit's not working out for me. Hell no. Nah, that shit don't work. <laughs> yeah. Doing a web show in a warehouse. <laughs> I lied once a day. <laughs> some, what would you lie about if you had to lie to somebody? If I had to lie, I'll fucking have some crazy ass lies, dog. I'm thin. <laughs> I'm that one fat fool that fucking thinks one day he'll be thin. <laughs> Who knows, dude? You're lie though to get anywhere, to get ahead. To get ahead? Fuck no! I'm not like that, dude. I lie like you know, fucking bag lies and shit. You probably lie to Mando. Yeah, Mando, that ladder will hold me. <laughs> nah, I never did none of that fucking scandalous ass shit. When you're saying that shit, I was thinking about yeah, man. It's time to start fucking lying, dog. <laughs> Just tell people my podcast is rated. On the top 20. Every fucking week. Every fucking week. And you know, they're not going to go check. <laughs> hey, you know that guy's fucking podcast is top 20. Hey, you know that guy's podcast is top 20. <laughs> you know, it's top 20 over there. You know, I, I lied <laughs> once on Twitter once just to see what would happen. What'd you say? Well, it was a weird lie. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with Carrot Top. You know, the, com Hell the yeah, Carrot Top. funny as fuck, I don't dude. have to say the comedian Carrot Top. It's Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah, what am I Carrot Top. So I'm friends with Carrot Top. Legend. He's an amazing. Have you seen his show? It's an incredible show, right? So I, give him props. I was doing, I was doing, I was, I was doing shows in Vegas uh, last year, and I went to a show, and we became friends. Actually, we did a film with the Trailer Park Boys as well. Oh, oh I love the Trailer yeah. Park Boys. Yeah. Fucking yeah. conky dog. Yeah. Conky. So we, we did a movie called Swearnet. That's how I met we, Carrot Top. We got Julian right here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I got a one day. I got a uh, you know Carrot Top, and I you know. We, text each other sometimes sometimes he sends me funny photos so he was at a uh, rolling stones concert in, in in vegas and he was like standing like two feet from the stage <laughs> and he sent me a text and a picture from a cell phone of mick jagger right 
So then I had the picture now. So I just thought, oh, this will be cool. I'm going to tweet out this picture, but I'm going to tell everybody that I took it. <laughs> and I just said, look at this right now. I'm here at the Rolling Stones concert, front row seats, right? And I tweeted out, just on a whim. Just felt like lying to everybody. And uh, literally the next you know, month, people were coming up to me. And I only left the photo up there for a couple of hours because I was uh, I realized I was embarrassed about the you know you can't take the lie back on Twitter and by deleting it it's still it's still a lie. I figured by deleting it it was like saying that it, it wasn't true, but really it, it was still true in many people's minds. People would come up to me all the time, oh man, how was that concert, man? It was fucking awesome. And I'd have to say it was a lie, and then people were so disappointed. But maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe maybe I'm going to start maybe a daily lie tweet. Yes. An incredible lie tweet every day. That could spread quick. Create more buzz and shit. Huh? Yeah, create more buzz. Yeah, create more buzz and real yeah. buzz. Yeah. <laughs> Over here buzzing around on the net. Yeah. Lie about the amount of people listening to my podcast. We've got a million downloads on my podcast this week. I just launched a new podcast, by the way. Uh, it's, uh, it's on iTunes. This is true. Um, <laughs> it's called the Tom Green Radio Show. So everybody uh, uh, subscribe to it. It's Hell on yeah. the Play It Network and, and, and on iTunes. But uh, anyways, we just uh, launched it last week and we had a million downloads. Wow. So it's really incredible. That's bitching, dude. It's doing really, really well. Like a lie like that, you know? <laughs> Doing really well. I think a lot of this business is based on that, though, right? Yeah. False hype. Or you say, yeah, we were we were mentioned on Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, Howard Stern told somebody, "What's up, fool?" Yeah. And it's, I said, "Podcast." Baba Booey. Fafa funny. Hey now. Hey now. Hell yeah, dude! <clears throat> Don't so. believe the hype, public enemy. So anyways, but I do have this new podcast. It's doing great. Really good. A lot, a of, people, a lot of people listening to it. My friends are listening to it. All my friends. <laughs> All your homies? Yeah. All the Canadians and Mexicans. Yeah. Hell yeah, eh? Absolutely. So what do you guys do uh, after this, after the show? What are you doing for the rest of the day? After this? Oh, I just signed up to the YMCA in Glendale, bro. Hell yeah. How my whole it? family, my Lisa, my wife. That's my wife. Um... Isaac Hayes, that's my stepson, well, Isaac Wintringham, $86 a month. For, for all three of you guys? Us. Yeah. That's they cool, have bro. a big pool there. A lot of old Russians, a lot of old Armenians, a lot of old people. I'm the youngest guy in the whole gym. Over yeah. here, bro. You're going to get healthy. Yeah, so I signed up to the gym. So I might, I might go, take, go a little swimming later, bro. A little dicks. Nice. Yeah. You try to eat healthy? I'm vegan. Yeah. You I'm drink vegan. alcohol? No, 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 not anymore. I get crazy when I drink alcohol. Yeah, yeah, I'm learning yeah. that uh, it's not a good idea to drink alcohol. Yeah, man. I was, I was doing a lot of partying, man. I remember one time, man, I was partying with um, the Fox. You know, remember Kiss, the band Kiss? Yeah. I was partying with the, that member of the Fox. Remember when they kicked out they kicked out Peter Chris? Oh, okay. and that the other guy with the Fox. I was oh, partying yeah. with the Fox. Okay. Yeah, man. See, that's a good lie because nobody can ever prove that. Yeah. Uh, that was a lie. Yeah. I never partied with a fox. I partied with some guy named Fox. <laughs> that was a lie. I never partied with a guy from Kiss. But, man, one time 
I did tell people that I saw the guy, the fox from Kiss, and we hung out, but that was a big lie. And nobody could prove it, bro, because oh. who the fuck going to know who the fox is? Hell yeah. Underneath that makeup, nobody. Yeah. Hey, man. When did, now, when did you stop drinking? Um, 2009. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I haven't actually officially quit yet, <clears throat> but I've cut back so much in the last three months only. <laughs> You yeah, but this isn't a driver, though. You do it like a... I'm Canadian. I assume that drinking is all right. You know, you grow up drinking all the time. Then you start doing stand-up. You're touring around the country. You're in clubs every night. Drink a couple of shots of whiskey after the show. A little moosehead beer at Yuck yeah. Yucks. Yeah. A little moosehead at Yuck Yucks. <laughs> yeah. How many Yuck Yucks are in Canada? That's a good question. More I, than improvs? I think there's 11. Oh, 11. Damn. But there could be 15. It's something like that. I mean, Canada's the second largest country in the world, but that's by land mass. Most of it is empty. It's snow. Most of the country is completely empty. So there's no comedy clubs in Tuktayuktuk. There's no comedy clubs up in the northern part of Canada. But uh, there's one in uh, Vancouver, Ottawa, St. John's, Newfoundland, Hamilton. Windsor. Close. Maybe, maybe. I haven't been to Windsor. That's the only Canadian city I haven't been to. I've been to Windsor when I was working with Russell Peters. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Russell's awesome. Canadian. Canadian. Yes. You're a paisan. Yeah. So you have an autobiography. You wrote a book. I did, yeah. Hollywood Causes Cancer, the Tom Green story. Yes. It's an autobiography full, no lies, all true. All true. I wish a lot of the stuff I wrote in it wasn't true. There's a lot of... Uh, Weird stories in there. Uh, I think the book might not be available anymore, and I'm actually glad. Not on Kindle, not anywhere you can find it. Cause... I hope not. No? I hope not. You know, sometimes you sit down to write a book, and you think, I want to be honest. And then you think 10 years later, damn, why did I say that? Why did I tell everybody everything? Well, it's my life story. I guess I got to tell people everything. And you go, no, there's some things I don't want people to know. Now that I'm saying this, probably everyone's going to, listening is probably going to be more likely to read the book. So I should probably say that I love the book and ask everyone to go read it. Yeah. I wish when the book came out, I had told people not to read the book. Might have sold more copies. <laughs> Do you have a copy in Although Braille? then they would have read it. So <laughs> would have been a real trade-off there. But no, I, uh, I, uh, no I, I had a lot of crazy fun stories in the book, too. You know, I, uh, you know I, it was a pretty exciting time when the show got picked up by MTV. I'd been doing the show. I'd been doing um, – I, I, and, and, and I'll tell you some stories from the book. But I, I've, I've, been, I've been making an effort lately when I go on podcasts. You know, we all go on podcasts now, right? They're fun yeah. to do. And I've been making an effort lately to not – just tell stories about myself, but also to just try to talk about weird subjects. Yeah. Like what we've been doing today. Yeah. <laughs> Lying. I think that's kind of a fun thing because a lot of times when you go on podcasts, you end up sort of telling all the same stories. Yeah. And I just I like this whole lying thing we came up with. Like I'm really going to do that. But I will tell you some of the stories that I – I can tell you some stories. Start on Periscope with that lie. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I mean, but the book was fun. It was fun writing the book because, like, a lot of crazy things happened. I mean, I had this crazy little show, and then all of a sudden it was on MTV. And all of a sudden I got to do all these things I'd never dreamed I would get to do, like go on the Letterman show. I was a huge Letterman fan growing up. I wanted to be like David Letterman. So that was always my dream. That's why I have the the, t- the Webovision show in the in the warehouse. You ended up co-hosting that show, right? Or yeah. hosting it. Like yeah, I hosted Letterman. Hell yeah, dog. That was crazy. Awesome. I got called uh, – my manager called me. Because I have a manager. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. It's hard to tell that story without telling what happened, right? You know, like my manager called me and told me that uh, that Letterman wanted me to host the show the next day. So I was here in Los Angeles and I got a call from my manager and he said, hey, Letterman wants you to host the show tomorrow. And I was like, fuck, this is crazy. So I went to the airport and I flew to New York and I hosted Letterman. But um, it was it was pretty pretty insane. Oh, that like. Pretty insane experience. It was like uh, – it was insane because, you know, you grow up your whole life idolizing Letterman and then now, you know, they play the opening song and then they say your name and then you're walking out onto the set at the Ed Sullivan Theater and Paul Schaefer was there and I had to write my own monologue and I, I wrote the monologue and, uh, you know, on the plane and uh, then – and it was and, – and, and, you know – I've had a lot of times in my life where, like, I've had things that were amazing opportunities that I just couldn't do because I was too nervous. And this was one of those things that I couldn't do that to myself. I knew I had to do it, but it was horrifying. It was a horrifying experience. I think for some reason, like, I don't know, like, like I've, I've, I've not done certain things that I should have done because I was too afraid to do it. And I look back and I think, well, I wish I, I wish I, I had done that, but I was too afraid. You know, I get social anxiety. It's a weird thing because you know I get up on stage every night, do stand up. For some reason, I can do that, but sometimes when it involves just sort of something that's, I mean, not in my control, yeah, I get total anxiety. Like I won't, I, I don't like going to parties because I know that I'm going to have to you know, socialize with people. So occasionally, though, I can go to a party, like if it's in a trailer park in Joshua Tree. Yeah. Then I can go. Trailer park boys right here. (laughs) And then I'm always glad I do because, you know, we would have never met. I wouldn't be here doing this podcast. Make new friends when you get out of the house, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, so I got to get out more. I get social anxiety. But, but, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, lots of weird stories in that book, but I feel, I feel weird telling the stories sometimes cause they're, they're like, a lot of them are good stories and I don't like kind of like, yeah. And then there was a time a hosted Letterman. I feel like an asshole, you know, <laughs> you know, but I guess that's what you got to do. And even just saying my manager called me. Yeah. Makes me feel like an asshole. Who the fuck's this guy with his fucking manager? <laughs> Fuck off. Who <laughs> you got a manager. Ooh, my publicist called. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> it's almost that. a good reason to not have a publicist. My exterminator called. Rodrigo <laughs> yeah. Torres. Yeah, that's that's more like <laughs> the roaches are under control. My nanny's out of control. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm not that busy that I need a manager. What do I have to manage? I know those people who who actually post up on Instagram. I'm meeting my 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 uh, living room designer. Yeah. 
Yeah. Really, you need somebody to tell you how to put your own yeah. living room. Put the couch there. <laughs> in <laughs> front of the television. Nimrod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should, that should be one of your lies, Tom. I'm, um, I'm meeting with a personal dresser today. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's after that. I worked in a movie one time, and the, the main actor of the movie had his personal dresses. They're like, we already had customers, costume, you know, for the movie. Right. But this guy brought a, a friend that, like Howard Stern, that tells him how to wear the scarf, how to wear the hat, yeah. what belt to wear, what socks that nobody else is going to see, what shoes, what shoelaces. Yeah. Damn. There's a lot of that stuff type of stuff in my uh, in the book because it's it's about me moving to Hollywood and being overwhelmed by the absurdity of show business. Coming from Canada, it was no show business. My dad was a captain in the Canadian Army. We have an army. <laughs> <laughs> so we grew up in like army bases and stuff. Furthest thing ever from uh, from Hollywood. So so military to military all over Canada. Yeah. When I was a kid, till I was around eight years old, we moved every year to a different military bases and stuff. And then, uh, you know, so when I moved down to L.A., it was very strange because, you know, you're sort of surrounded by the show business stuff. It's weird. I've been here 15 years now, though. So I've got t- I, I think I'm even tired of making fun of it. Because yes. I am, I, you know, I've been here so long, you can't make fun of something that you sort of have decided to be I a know, part man. of. You get a, you get you get into a car accident, Hollywood and Vine, and... Instead of exchanging insurance, you exchange exchange eight by tens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I just got a new car. It's a, a, a like a an old car that I got on Craigslist. It's like okay. an old beat up Oldsmobile, nineteen sixty eight Oldsmobile. It's oh, pretty cool. With a four door, uh, two door, doors? two door. Yeah, it's sweet. It doesn't work. It was really long car. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. I'll show you a picture of it. A boat. I mean, I uh, let that nah, actually, I'm not going to show evidence. you. I won't show you a picture because that's just going to be kind of annoying to the people listening. I know. They'll watch it on you on yeah. our Instagram. I'm going to oh, show yeah. you guys a picture, but everyone we're talking to, well, you can't see. <laughs> so what's up, fool? Yeah. You got dates coming up. You want to tell people your dates? Yeah, absolutely. I got uh, Houston Improv, uh, Austin. Uh, can I pull out my, my yeah, phone and out. actually look? Yeah, uh, look. Because I don't know where I'm going to be because I'm so busy. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> Tell us, Tom. Am I ever a fucking asshole today? Yeah. Did you meet any Let me ce- call my manager and see. Did you meet any celebrities that, just, that you want to just punch because you know they were full of shit? Everybody. Uh, I want to punch myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go for uh, it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've decided that I'm not going to... M- Talk shit about celebrities anymore that I meet that I hate. Like when I meet celebrities, you used to do that before. Yeah, I didn't know. Nobody told me that this was a small town. <laughs> <laughs> they call it Tinseltown, Tom. <laughs> Nobody told me that if you talk shit about twenty people, you never work again. <laughs> Damn, yeah. dog. Well, you, hear, you, you hear we had a Fraser Smith last week? No. Oh, God, dude. Well, he's a, one of the classic stories, huh? No, Jamie Rosado told the whole story. Oh, really? Yeah. You nah. missed it. That's why everybody in Los Angeles is happy all the time when they see you. They're just pretending. <laughs> yeah, they're right? not really. Oh, hi. So great to see you. In the back of their head, they're saying, oh, this fucking asshole. Took my role. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, my phone's not opening, but I, San Jose Improv. Uh, I'm going to be uh, in uh, Wise Guys in Utah, and uh, all the dates are on TomGreen.com. Just go to TomGreen.com and click on the tour dates uh, if you are anywhere in this country. Uh, and I might be performing there. Wise Guys in Utah. I was just there in Wise yeah, Guys. In Wise Utah. Guys in Utah. You've been there before. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, I like that. I like that club a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, and uh, a few other places too. Oh, I'm gonna be at Caroline's in New York in December. That's what's up. I've never, never been there. Yeah, that's we. I, I play there. Uh, I love, I love, I love playing in New York. That's fun. But uh, yeah, so just traveling around, doing it, and doing the Webovision. You got to come back to the Webovision show, and then I'm bringing my podcast on the road with me too. I have this portable digital recorder and microphone. And I, once in a while, I'm going to do my podcast where I just walk down the street and just talk to everybody that makes eye contact with me. You were skateboarding one time on Periscope. I was watching you skateboard yeah. Yeah. for yeah. about five minutes. I got a skateboard. You were at Huntington Beach. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I got a new skateboard that is uh, small enough to fit in my uh, luggage, and I bring it with me on tour, and that's what I do to keep from losing my mind is during the day I'll go skateboard around the, around the town. I was cool that day. I was watching your whole skateboard. I said, man, my, 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 my fat ass get up yeah. and do something. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ride my bike. Yeah, it's, 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 my, it's a good my source scooter. of exercise. But don't, don't, don't take up skateboarding later in life. No, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should never start learning skateboarding after the age of 20. Yeah. Then you just, you're just going to fall. Let it go, it. Rodrigo. Let it go. Uh, Rodrigo. Remember that one no. time we are teaching uh, Philip how to ollie? Yeah. <laughs> Glendale. Yeah, I broke so my leg. I broke my leg five years ago, and damn, I, I, I just, I, 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 I don't do any jumps anymore. Just, just straight Cruise. cruising. Cool, man. Cool, well, man. Listen, What's, everybody, so- uh, listen to my podcast. You come back on my podcast. Sometime yes, on the new podcast. Do you know anything else? Yeah. You What's your favorite uh, Tribe uh, Called Quest album? Low End Theory. Hell yeah. Yeah. Public it's, Enemy. Uh, Nation of Millions. Takes a Nation of Millions yeah. to hold us back. Yeah, yeah, that, both of their second albums. Uh, Raising Hell. Oh, yeah. 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 Raising my Hell. Adidas. My yeah. yeah, my Adidas. Favorite Tribe Called Quest song is probably uh, Bugging Out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, those, those were the ones. That's all the same year. Same. Well, pub, Nation of Millions and Low End Theory, I think, are. Oh, no, Nation of Millions was maybe a couple years before yeah. Low End Theory. Yeah. That's my era of hip hop. Absolutely, the golden era. Yeah, those were the those were the those were the years. Yeah, I don't uh, know what's happened to music these the days. The Humpty man. Dance what? is your yeah. dance to the yeah. hump. Did you watch the MTV Awards the other night? No, no, I, I just saw it on. I saw the. I saw the. I saw the. Um, the 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 important parts on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I like the my the performance by uh, the weekend. That was incredible. That was the only part I liked. Oh, and Justin Bieber was pretty good too. You watched the VMAs? Got to support, nah, just the, support the, the, the Canadians you put up about homeboy running for president and shit. Did you see that part when? Um, oh, Kanye, Kanye West? West. Yeah, is he running for president? He said he's running in two twenty. Yeah. Wow, twenty twenty. He's got my vote. <laughs> he's running in twenty twenty. He must have a vision. All right, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Tom Green, for awesome. doing the What's Up Fool podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You're a bad motherfucker. Thank dog. you, man. Thank You're you, guys. A bad motherfucker. Great to be here. Gracias. Give us a yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> a real Canadian yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Make sure you Just go again. to TomGreen.com. It links to everything. TomGreen.com. It goes to my Facebook, my Instagram, all that stuff, and uh, and listen to the podcast on iTunes.
and go to the donut shop on Wednesdays. Yes, to go to the Donut Prince Donut Shop on Wednesdays if you're in Los Angeles in uh, uh, beautiful downtown Burbank. That is uh, that is some wild stuff. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thank man. you.
dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today